When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday, and that means it's time for the Wrestling Inc. Monday Night Raw after show, and have we got a show for you. The Women's Championship was on the line. Judgment Day has fallen apart, and there's a whole bunch of money in the bank fallout. But before we get into all that, allow me to introduce the crew. The crew is just two this time around. It's me, Jack Farmer, along with future wwe hall of fame referee jimmy corderas jimmy when's it when's it happening when you're going in hey i can't reveal those things brother you know i you know me i like to keep them secret but uh that would be an awesome honor to be uh inducted into like i'm already inducted into the new england wrestling hall of fame yeah so it just makes cool. sense yeah sure <laughs> i uh i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep uh pounding that narrative jimmy that you should go into the hall of fame it's gonna happen one of these days i i believe it and it should happen not just because i'm saying it but because you deserve it well, I, uh, I, I appreciate it that, <laughs> I mean, no that's that does mean a lot and uh, to all our friends out there uh, who are celebrating tomorrow happy fourth of july have a happy and safe one yeah i, I was gonna say today jimmy you are an honorary american on fourth of july eve here where we're mm. celebrating the birth of the United States of America. And here in America, we believe that's a worldwide holiday. Okay. And, but you know, <laughs> J- July 1st up in Canada is our birthday. So we celebrated this weekend. Oh, was I Canadian yeah. for a day? Y- yes, you were. A- you had to just say, <laughs> yeah. A. A. I a? was Canadian, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um so thank you so much for everyone who's joining us in the chat we're gonna have a good one today i'm feeling feeling a little uh frisky with the chat today jimmy i might pull up a few of these that uh, aren't super chats even so if you're feeling like pitching in on the show say a few words i might call you out here uh but yeah like comment share subscribe while we're at it uh before we get into the show we've got some news uh that's uh circulating around we always like to start with that but before we even get into the news, Jimmy, this was a big weekend for pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Money in the bank was a doozy of a show. Uh, overall thoughts on the show since we didn't have a, a podcast for it this time. No, I thought overall it was a it was a good outing. You know, it was a, it's a good time. I don't think there was a down moment in the show at all. You know what I mean? There were some nice surprises that nobody saw coming and didn't get leaked out, which is even the better part. Because a lot of times, you know, people say, well, I heard so-and-so and so-and-so is showing up. But this one, you know, we got John Cena, we got Drew, we got uh, uh, other surprises. And, you know, even the Money in the Bank winners, you could make a case for uh, uh, those that you wanted to win that didn't win. But at the same time, there's no reason why we have to be upset with the winners that actually yeah. won the Money in the Bank. You know what I mean? So it, it overall, it was a very good pay-per-view. And if you didn't get to see it, I strongly advise you to because the last couple of pay-per-views from both companies have been uh, something to go back and see. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And it's funny, I, obviously going into this, I had my pick of who I wanted to win in LA night for the men's uh, money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't win and you would think I'd be disappointed, but I feel like the way things are evolving and setting up, I think it was the right WWE for the past year or so has definitely been doing a lot of, it's not what I thought I wanted, but it turns out to be what I wanted. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I think like a lot of people, I look back and you see Jey Uso get the pin on Roman uh, this weekend Mm -hmm. and how big that was retroactively going back to all the other previous people that we wanted to be the one to get the win, whether it be Cody or Sammy or even Drew McIntyre back in Cardiff. Roman hasn't even lost the title yet, but in this moment, I'm like, yes, this was the right move to be patient and let's get to here instead. And that's how I feel about a lot of these things. And even Damian Priest with the briefcase, I know Justin was one of the few people I think I'd heard who was totally Mm -hmm. on the Damian Priest's winning money in the bank bandwagon. So I got to give a shout out to him. But Mm -hmm. even now looking back, I'm like, this is great what they have here, what they're doing with that and what they're doing with Roman and what they're doing with Seth. And I think that LA Knight is going to be fine. (laughs) <laughs> no, gonna get where he needs to go 
he's massively over. The kid's got money printed all over him. Uh, the kid, you know, here yeah. I say sound like the old, the old grizzled, <laughs> grizzled vet here. But right. uh, no, he, he ticks all the right boxes. It's just be patient. Yes. Yes, we do. We want it yesterday, but at the same time, give it time because this, like I said, he's got money written all over. And like I said, they've been so usually in in the past, I would say, whoa, you can't, you can't like, you gotta, yeah, you can't just assume they're going to push somewhere and it's going to go well because anything could happen. But like I said, over the past year, they feel like they've been very good about getting the right people where they need to be. Uh, in right. general. I'm sure there are people in the chat who said, well, what about someone? I'm not saying everything's perfect, but I'm saying right. in general, they've definitely done a, a good job. Yeah. I just hope that he doesn't get ward load. Yes. <laughs> That's the fear. Poor Ward. Wardlow, he'll get there. I uh, hope so. Uh, but speaking of Money in the Bank, and we'll talk about him in a little bit, there's a little bit of news of Drew McIntyre who made his return to the WWE. Triple H said uh, that Drew being off TV had nothing to do with creative issues, which is what was circulating around the internet. Uh, however, Fightful says that his contract expires in early 2024 and he still hasn't re-signed. Now, Jimmy, this was something I was very interested to talk to you about. Is it, and I don't know if this is something that you would have seen firsthand, but wrestlers resigning, is it pretty common that they wait till pretty close to the contract expiration for the sign? Like, are we, is this not news? Does that make sense? Like, is this too early for it to be news if the contract doesn't expire until 2024 anyways? Uh, probably a little bit too early because like right now, what is beginning of June, pretty much. Right. You know, or, June or July. Or, or July, sorry. My, yeah. Like, see? yeah. See what I mean? I know yeah. time flies, but, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, look, uh, I've seen, uh, you know, over the years where, you know, guys have let it run close to when their contract runs out and guys signing early, you know, and re-upping their contract, you know, well before their, their contracts are up. So it's all a matter of whatever is going on, because what's going on behind closed doors, we don't know. We can only speculate. We hear rumors and that sort of thing. Uh, as far as... Uh, the situation with Drew McIntyre, I guess early 2024 is what he said. Uh, that's what Fightful's saying. I'm yeah. just going off of that report. Right. Now, if that's the case, then they're, you know, putting, they're investing a lot into him until then. Because, mm. you know, it looks like he's on his way after tonight, too. We'll talk about it. But he looks like he's on his way to a big time match or SummerSlam, at least. So, right. hey, you know, um, who knows? Maybe this is a way to try and uh, entice him to resign. Or maybe it's just the. Uh, Another one of those things to get people who think they know talking. Right. Well, I, I always think stuff like there are discussions about creative. I feel like, and again, I've never been a pro wrestler renegotiating a contract, especially one on the level of a Drew McIntyre. But I imagine every time a wrestler resigns, they're curious about what's going to go on with creative. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure every person goes, before I sign, do you have any plans for me? Like, what's what's the plan? Um so I, so it's one of those things where I believe that, yes, there are conversations about creative, but I don't think that that's necessarily an issue. I think that's right. just, yeah, that's just part yeah. of how it is. It's, I'm like, like when a football player, an American football player, mm -hmm. it's 4th of July uh, almost. So, uh, you know, I'm sure when they sign with the team, they're like, hey, am I going to be a starter or am I going to be on the bench? I'm sure that's part of their conversations too. Mm -hmm. I don't think that necessarily means there's thunder in right. paradise i think that's just part of typical contract negotiations no absolutely you know and you can say hey look we will work on something and look and uh i know a lot of people say uh, yeah i have i want creative control over my character yeah you do get it to a certain extent but at the same time you know you pretty much do what they ask you to do yeah <laughs> it's just the way it uh works and speaking of uh, Mike Rouse in the house, by the way, it says, uh, I've been telling people Drew was in Germany with WWE and Special Olympic World Games. Uh, went mm -hmm. on to continue saying, because Jack, I'm a Special Olympic athlete from Missouri. So oh. one, awesome. Congratulations on like, that. That's very cool to hear. Uh, yeah. But also insider information. So I'm going to I'm going to mm -hmm. take that to uh, to the dirt sheets and say, I got insider information. So who's your source? Mike Rouse in the house. And like, you're not supposed to give away your sources. I'm like, I'm no. not a real journalist. <laughs> uh, but no, that's very cool. Mike, thanks for letting us know that. Um, 
but yeah, we got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to get to, uh, mm-hmm. and we're gonna go through this show. Uh, but before we do, as always, thank you to everybody who is with us. Like, comment, share, subscribe, all the good stuff that you know what to do. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to everyone who is live in the chat with us. Bernie DC, we got Budweiser, we got Dream Realm Studios, Dylan Matthews, Laura Rock, Mike Rouse, Ricky Zaldivar, Stephen Camp, Tuck Graff. Uh, and so many more. Nelly Belly rolling through, KOD coming through. Uh, yeah, Laura Rock and and many others. Thank you so much for being here. And yeah, I feel I, I was saying it. Uh, I was saying it earlier. I think I'm gonna be uh, a little. I think I'm gonna start throwing in some of these, even if they're not super chats. Let's get some some fun conversations going here. Uh, um, we got uh, yeah, even Zook Enigma with the thumbs up. Jeff Lopez, Big John saying hi. Big John, I haven't seen you in the chat before. Thanks for rolling through. Yeah, if you're lurking, say hi. Just say hi, and then you can go back to lurking. Let me know you're uh, you're out there. It's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, we 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 get to the show. Let's start this show, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out and reminds us who all the winners at Money in the Bank were. Uh, oh, I got to say real quick, Collision was great, by the way. I know. Listen, I read the comments. People think we don't cover AW. I watch AW. Collision was fantastic. It was another great show. I am excited. To, I'll be honest. I, I, I kind of I, I developed a soft spot for uh, for Roderick Strong, so I was a little oh. bummed out he lost. But, of course, yeah. I've always had a soft spot for Samoa Joe, so I was yeah. okay with my, that. My, my, my only worry is the time slot. You know what I mean? That is a tough time slot for them. And, yes, uh, uh, they have been putting on some, some good outings. Um, the last couple of weekends, but it's just that that eight to ten time slot on Saturday. I almost want to think about maybe pushing it back to like the old uh, the old days of uh, Saturday nights and do a six oh five thing. Yeah, I, well, I don't I don't know why, but I love the 05 when it comes yeah. to wrestling stuff. I don't know yeah. why that's so. I never understood why they did it in the first place, but uh, for something about it, I like. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that way, that way, that way, the that genre could, you know, watch the show. It's over at eight oh five, and you still have plenty of time to go out and. Do your thing. Uh, by the way, Kier Kemp and uh, Jeroy J hanging out. And Big John, did you change your name? I, I've, I've seen your name before. I just feel like I don't see it all the time. Maybe I was just not looking down. At the, I try not to look down at the computer too much because then I look back at the video and I'm like, uh-huh, guys, uh-huh. You just see my forehead. So I'm, I try to keep, keep the head up. You know, be ready for TV. Stalking you with the, the dog emoji and Biggie D. Good to see you, Biggie D. Thanks for coming through. Dylan Matthews with the harshest truth of all. Samoa Joe has a soft spot for nobody. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's get into the show. Uh, Seth Rollins reminds us all of all who the winners are from Money in the Bank when Cody Rhodes comes out. But before he can finish his catchphrase, Brock comes out and we get a brawl later in the night. After a wardrobe change, of course, Cody Rhodes comes out and speaks with Jackie, who is enjoying her first night on Raw. Uh, and Cody says he's not done yet with Brock. Um, a couple things. <laughs> I felt like it was kind of rude of Cody Rhodes to inter- interrupt Seth Rollins if he wanted to talk about Brock Lesnar. And he came out all dressed up and everything. Yeah, he, he he came out dressed ready ready to wrestle. It looked like you know what I mean. And and really quickly, let me throw it out here. My old colleague Jackie Redman, congrats, yes. good to see you on Raw. Um, but uh, here's my thing though. It started, you know, you start off the Seth Rollins and you get the crowd doing the you know his entrance song and him playing along. And just before he can get started on his promo, Cody, another big baby face interrupts and we get the same sort of thing because the crowd loves to chant his entrance song as well. It almost felt like as entertaining as it was, even with Brock coming out and him and Cody getting into it, it almost felt like they pushed the world champion to the side mm-hmm. a little bit. You know what I mean? And and here's a time when you're, you know, with a fairly recently created title and Seth doing a great job of it, making that title look meaningful at the same time, something like that made it feel like, oh, it's it's an afterthought, it, especially the way Seth kind of snuck out the back of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, while the inter- while the altercation was going on, going like, oh, you got to be kidding me kind of thing. It did. It was weird in that it had that um, it had like almost a post mania feel at this beginning where like all this mm-hmm. stuff was happening and people were returning. And you see this potential what I thought was going to be a clash between Cody and Seth Rollins, which to me feels like big SummerSlam main mm-hmm. event kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, then Brock's coming out like, oh, never mind. But you're right. It did kind of make it feel like, oh, forget the world champion. I don't it, 
it worked. It was into it because it was chaotic. But then I, mm -hmm. I feel like from a structuring standpoint, you would think, why is Seth out there to start? Why doesn't Cody Rose just come out or whatever? Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know. Um, so like it's it's one of those. I, this is where, as a person who reviews shows, you got to be careful because in the moment I was like, "This is fantastic," but now right. when I'm looking back at it, now I'm starting to question it, and I'm like overthinking yeah. it a little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. ah, no, I, that's what I do. I overthink everything. Uh, uh, Dylan Matthews, Cody, with more costume changes than a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll take his word for it. <laughs> Michael says. Uh, Priest has to cash in on Rollins. He can't cash in on himself on SmackDown uh, or by himself on SmackDown, I assume he means. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's cashing in on. Uh, I don't think he's going to cash in on uh, uh, Roman. Uh, so I, I looked down at my notes and said Seth Rollins. And I was like, no, he's that, that is who's. Uh, anyways, it's yeah. so the day before 4th of July. I'm already ready to party. Okay. Guys? There you go. Um, there you're you probably going to hear my dog a whole lot throughout this. Uh, I heard a dog. I, I uh, there's it's fireworks are going off. My dog wants mm -hmm. to be a part of the party. Sorry, guy, you're gonna hear him quite a bit. I'll try to mute when I can. But Seth Rollins, uh, he's back out there because he didn't get to say what he wanted to say. Mm -hmm. And before he gets to say it again, Judgment Day comes out without Finn Balor, uh, mm -hmm. and Damian Priest says he can cash in any time. But Seth's like, dude take it from me you want me to be beaten up first that's the way you do it which kind of cracked me up uh before they eventually get Rhea to ask for a match with dominic and mm -hmm. that's gonna happen later tonight uh jimmy tell me what you thought about the second part of rollins promo i thought it fit perfectly with the first part him getting interrupted again and setting up what we got later on in the evening again though it's just too much going on with uh, outside influences, if you know what I mean. And I like the fact that Seth said in his promo, like, oh, I see this as a setup happening uh, a mile away. You know, this isn't my first rodeo kind of thing. You know what I mean? But at the same time, not backing down like a true baby face and saying, yeah, Dom, I'll face you. And you yep. know what? I'm ready for you, too. Don't worry. I got my eye on you. Yeah, and I love this is so good for Seth Rollins, who is ha, does have probably the consensus pick for best cash in of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that he's been on the other side of the tracks a little bit, it shows that he's not sometimes when, when guys play the good guy, they become like the dopey good guy, you know, mm -hmm. where they're suddenly naive to what people could do to them. Mm -hmm. Where I like that he was kind of like, look, man, this is how you do it. You wait for the right time. You wait till I'm beaten up. You take advantage of me. And this right. is a trap. But right. also, I'm Seth Rollins, so I'm going to fight you. Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. It was a cool uh, mm. a cool move. Um, we also got, uh, real quick, uh, William is asking about Justin. Justin's doing fine. He's just taking a break with the family, mm -hmm. uh, enjoying the 4th of July holiday. Yes. So yeah. recharging. Um, and he's uh, not checking his phone, so he does not have any idea of what happened. So right. <laughs> what's well, happened on these shows? That's that, that's one of the things I've learned, that if you're going on vacation, uh, you know, I, I get it. You're a huge wrestling fan, but uh, you can leave wrestling alone for two weeks and if you want to stay married. Yeah. I would say it's good to take a break every now and again too. It's yes. fine to miss this show. Mm -hmm. This show rolls on forever, as you know, mm -hmm. Jimmy. Like you and don't need to miss. You can miss a few things. It'll be fun. and you can get caught up. It's easy. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, they'll show you enough recap videos. You're gonna get caught up. We saw a bunch of them tonight. We absolutely did. <laughs> Fortunately, WWE is really good at those things, yeah. so it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, yeah, Dream, Dream Realm Studio saying uh, Seth's stuff was fun. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. Seth Rollins fan. Uh, Damian Priest. Now, this is where the show is great because they just, it felt like they just kept rolling with whoever was in the ring at any mm -hmm. given time. And so Damian Priest has a match with Shinsuke Nakamura. And the real story here is the fireworks that are going outside my house. Uh, but the, uh, the story here uh, is really conveyed well by Corey Graves, I thought, which was uh, basically how dangerous Damian Priest is with the briefcase and therefore how dangerous the Judgment Day is as a whole. It's a couple segments long, and there's a little bit of shenanigans on the outside. But for the most part, Damian Priest gets a pretty convincing win over mm -hmm. a former Royal Rumble winner and WrestleMania main eventer, Jimmy. 
No, absolutely. And it makes perfect sense because you want to look like he is a threat at any time. And he does look like a threat at any time, you know, physically, just from a physical appearance and also from his in-ring work. He looks like he could cash in at any time and even looks like it's believable. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, it's not one of these things. Oh, come on. So-and-so is going to cash in. Nah, I can't see it happening. No, with Damian Priest, you, you can really see it and go, oh, my goodness. And I like the fact that, you know, he had a match tonight. And still you thought there was an opportunity for, for him to cash in. Yes. Yes. He definitely, something about him, there's something unpredictable about uh, Judgment Day as opposed to the bloodline, where the bloodline... I love that story. I'm not saying it's not a good story. I'm not saying anything negative about it because I think it's the best story in pro wrestling in a very, very long time. But you kind of know certain things aren't going to happen until certain moments with it. Uh, Where Judgment Day, and we'll talk about tonight, like, you're right. I was like, he might cash in tonight. If it was Roman, like, if it was, you know, rules were for, if it was like Jey Uso with the briefcase, I think there's no way he's cashing in on Raw. This ain't happening. But with, with Judgment Day, like, they might just do it. They're kind of mm. they're kind of wild with the Judgment Day. They'll do mm. they'll just do stuff sometimes. So right. th- that's what I really love about this group, especially mm. as opposed to the others. Um, Tuck Graf say my dog can bellow. Great use of the word bellow there. And Ricky Zaldivar, your dog is loud. Yeah, he's a loud. Uh, he's a loud, he's a he's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, Chris Bricks, what's up, Double J? Thanks for joining us here. Um, so. Um, and Gotti Jr., where was L.A. Knight? L.A. Knight's a SmackDown guy. I would have loved mm-hmm. to see him, yeah. but yeah. Not, not for today. Um, we move on, and we get Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Well, they have a conversation, mm-hmm. Jimmy. And this was – I'm interested in your perspective on this. Um, I thought this was great. I thought Shayna Baszler comes out and cut an incredible promo about loving pro wrestling and, Shay- and Ronda Rousey – not really having to do the hard work it takes to become a mm-hmm. pro wrestler at that level. Uh, then we get into a fight. They get into a fight and Shayna knocks out Rousey. Jimmy, what was interesting to me and what was kind of confusing to me about this is it felt like verbally Shayna was the clear person we're supposed to be cheering for. But physically, it felt like Ronda was the one we were supposed to be cheering for. Did you right. get that same vibe, or, or was I mistaken here? Yeah, no, it does make sense, because coming out of the pay-per-view, Shayna was the one who did the turn. So yeah. you're, you're you're wondering, okay, is that does that mean that Ronda, we're going to get babyface Ronda out of this thing? That's, that's what, you, what you would assume. And when you she came out and cut that promo, especially the one saying, you know what? I did the hard work. I set up the rings. I did the driving. I did all this for for little for little reward. Let's put it that way, your monetary reward. And you come in here, backdoored your way in because of who you are, and you took you know uh, took a spot away from someone else, basically saying, you know what she said, and with meaning and oomph, and and you know with vim and mm-hmm. vigor, as they say. Um, uh, Again, felt like it was she should be the one being cheered because she's the one who's being wronged here, right? You know, but uh, hey, you know, I, I will give both of them credit because I thought Rhonda, her facial expressions and her attitude was a little different tonight. Is she she uh, she had a little more oomph, in yeah, her step so to speak, it's, especially when she was talking. I really, I've been a big fan of Shayna Baszler since her NXT days. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I mean, I know there's people who were fans of her before her NXT days. That's when I jumped on though. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really glad it looks like she's going to get a, a really good possible uh, story here or something she can really sink her teeth into. That's a little throwback to her fight with Becky Lynch, but uh, when she bit a chunk out of Becky Lynch's neck, um, was it Becky Lynch? She bit somebody anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but the point mm-hmm. is I, yeah, it's everything she said. This was one of the best promos that Shayna Baszler's cut in a long time. And I don't know if it's because she knew she doesn't get very many opportunities and she wanted to knock it out of the park. I don't know if she felt like she could pull from something real. But this was Shayna Baszler was fantastic here. And I, like I said, am, am completely all on board with her being the person I'm cheering here. I'm a big Shayna mm-hmm. Baszler fan. I liked her old music a little bit more. But needless to say, um, I was uh, like, so I'm ready to cheer her. But like I said, it was just, 
yeah, Rhonda was the one betrayed, and then she was Rhonda was the one left laying, going, What why did you do this? You know, like so physically, like all their physical actions feel like Shane is supposed to be the one I'm booing, but when she's on the microphone, like you didn't do anything to get here to earn this spot. Like, right. like no, yeah. I get exactly what you're saying, but the, the stuff that, that Shana was saying is stuff that the fans were, were thinking as well. It it came from a, a real place, so to speak, as you talk about putting a little bit of reality behind it, you know, giving her the old, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be in pro wrestling because I'm the one who turned you on to pro wrestling and made you, you know, I was a fan from day one. And yes. I got you turned on to pro wrestling and I brought you, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be here kind of thing, which, you know, in a sense is, I guess, pretty much true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So adding that little bit of truth. And like you said, she cut a heck of a promo and it was believable because you can feel it. Yes. Yes. This was definitely Shayna's, you know, I guess, um, debut party in my, is what I'd call it, where like it's her, she's been here for a while, but it definitely felt like, okay, now we're going to get Shayna Baszler. Uh, right. Uh, but Dream Realm Studio saying, lover or hater, Rhonda is the Roman Reigns. She is elevating these girls. Um, and I think there's some there's some truth. I, I feel like if you're in a rivalry with Ronda Rousey, you are someone who's important if you're doing mm-hmm. stuff with her. So I, I get I get what Dream Realm Studio is saying uh, right. for sure. Rocky coming through a little bit late. I won't give you a demerit mm-hmm. just yet, but you're late. <laughs> late to class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Joy J saying the crowd was chanting, thank you, Shayna, at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's got to be a bummer. Like, if you're working so hard and people are like saying mm-hmm. thank you for getting attacked. Well, that's the thing. The, the perception is there that she backdoored her way. The only reason she is where she is is because of her name from somewhere else. She didn't, right. she didn't earn her stripes in the wrestling business. Right. Right. Uh, so that's why maybe I'm not a pro wrestler. I'd take it too personally. Like, Guys, I'm trying really hard. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> uh, it's hard. He, he, everyone says, she, even if you think people aren't taking it seriously, it's still hard work what they're doing in there. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotti's saying Rossi's still a draw. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Michael's saying, I look like one, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I've heard that before. Okay. Um, I've, the one I've gotten the most is Joel McHale. <laughs> That's the one I get the most. Um, oh, okay. For, I don't know if I see it, but everyone's I've, I've heard it a million uh, times, so I, I take it. I see one there from Bernie, uh, Bernie DC, uh, uh, feeling eventually a first female fight pit. Eventually. Would you like? Would you like to see that? Hey, it, it would make sense. That's why, because yeah. these two came, came from that world, so it yes. makes sense. So yes. Why not? That would be kind of cool. I'd like to see. I like it. I like in, in general anyone getting those um, like. The, the matches that the females have never had, having them do them because why not? Why wouldn't they right. do them? You know, mm-hmm. they, there's no reason why they wouldn't. So exactly. Um, absolutely. Super Saiyan Marcus. Hello, Double J. Good to see you. Uh, Laura Rock. A few people mentioned this. Uh, do you see J.D. McDonough taking Finn's place in the Judgment Day, Jimmy? Mm, I don't know about that. I, it's working right now with Finn where he is. So, uh, uh I don't know. That that one doesn't click with me right now, at least anyways. Yeah, I don't I feel like that's more of a fan like a fan theory than it is an actual thing. I mean she it might happen, but like yeah, I don't know. I don't think that I don't I, I don't think J I don't think Judgment Day is adding or subtracting anyone anytime right. soon. Mm-hmm. Um we get a number one contenders tag team turmoil match, Jimmy. Uh, Nikki Cross mm-hmm. wanted to team with Candice LeRae, but Candice promised Indy Hartwell she would be her partner, which mm-hmm. made me feel like I was back in high school trying to find a partner for the science mm-hmm. project. But uh, eventually Emma says she'll team with Nikki Cross. Chelsea and Sonia start. They get a quick win over LeRae and Hartwell. Cross mm-hmm. then comes in and is more worried about Candice than her own teammate, so they get eliminated. And eventually mm-hmm. Chelsea and Sonia kind of dominate their way through this thing and win the whole tag team turmoil this is a team jimmy that struggled for weeks but now Mm -hmm. just came across like a super dominant team i think i'm a big fan of this team so i like seeing them win Mm -hmm. but do you feel like it's a little weird that they're suddenly unstoppable after taking months of losses no you have to build them back up the only thing i find weird is like you said it happened all in one night Mm-hmm. Now, if it happened over a few weeks where you have this, uh, you know, trying to 
create a number one contenders women's tag team uh, instead of happening all in one night. Yes, it does get them over huge in the fact that you, wow, they beat all these teams in one night. At the same time, like you said, they they haven't won in a while. So having them win all these matches in one night feels like it's all rushed. Yes. For lack of a better explanation, if you know what I mean. If it happened over two or three weeks, you could say, oh, wow, okay. They've got the rhythm back, but they got the rhythm back for one night. Right. <laughs> yeah. My, the, the bummer, this is me projecting, and, and this is why I don't like the fantasy book, because I end up working myself up in a way that for things that haven't even happened yet. But yeah. one of the things I'm worried about is they're the new number one contenders, meaning they're going to face Raquel and Liv, who just won the titles. And I can't imagine that they're going to win the, have Raquel and Liv win, uh, drop the titles win them right back just to lose them right back, right. <laughs> you know, right mm-hmm. away. And so if you just had Chelsea and Sonia dominate the whole tag team division, you even put together new teams to fill up this thing. If they're going to lose, they've then lost like three times in a row to tag team champions, but you've also right. sort of buried the rest of your tag team division in the process. It feels like I don't know how this plays out. That makes me in a way that makes me feel like, oh, that was a good thing. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, creative uh, <clears throat> minds meeting to get, try and figure this one out and, without doing the damage that they could possibly do in this one. That's what mm-hmm. that's what the problem is. It, you know, long term thinking. Yeah, hopefully there is a long term plan here. I don't know what it is, but uh, it's going to be a tough one to to uh, navigate through. Let's put it that way. That's why I was saying, take your time with this thing. Let it tell a story as opposed to doing it all in one night. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I feel like, yeah, for these kind of things, me again, I, I would think try to drag this out a little bit. Like you could have just had Chelsea and Sonia versus Indy and Candice LeRae still done the I'm upset Nikki Cross thing. Then next week you could have had Nikki Cross and Emma versus Candice LeRae and Sonia Deville mm-hmm. kind of had a similar ending and then just had them face each team each week. And now you've got a week or a month of them getting wins, then mm-hmm. go into a tag team title match. Feels like, yeah, this team's hot. They're beating everybody. And we're now, when it happens in one match, for some reason, it doesn't feel like they beat everybody. You know what I mean? Right. Um, no, I hear it. I hear it. Uh, so we'll, we'll have, to, we'll have to see here. Uh, but, um, I love, I love the team of Sonia and Chelsea. So I want them to win. That's right. I want them to be the tag team champions. Right. Um, and if you don't like that, you can take it up with my manager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So uh yeah, we got a few people um in the in the chat still saying uh sports will always follow Rhonda. That's I mean it's kind of true. Um she's yeah. still draw. Um so yeah, we got a video package for Bronson Reed. He says he's inescapable. I don't know if there's much to take away from this video package other than um Jimmy, I, I I've mentioned it before. These little video packages are so valuable in, like I said before, you can't have everybody on every week, but you give me a little 30 second video package. I go, oh yeah, that guy's great. Mm-hmm. And I, no. you know what? I, I think there's so many times when we have wrestlers that we love that we don't see all the time. Like, just give me a little 30 second video package that lets me remember who they are. That isn't just they're coming, but like, yeah. oh it's yeah. Just, it's just funny. I find that, that, that they did this one for Bronson Reed, who's, who's been seen the last couple of weeks on TV yeah, and, and uh, has suffered some loss. And mm-hmm. this, this almost felt like a reintroductory video to try and, right. you know, get him back on the, in the, the good graces of the, uh, the audience. It was a weird position he was in where he wasn't in money in the bank, but he was so tied to money in the bank, but, and he was beating everybody in money in the bank, but he wasn't in money in the bank. It was a very, I don't know. It feels like counterintuitive. Um, okay. You know, I, I like, I, I like, I like, I like seeing him out there. I like seeing him win. I, I think his, you know, tsunami move is something that everyone's getting into, but 
it's if you if I was pitching to you, hey Jimmy, I have this guy as we build the money in the bank. Now he's not going to be on the show at all, but he's going to beat all these people who are in money in the bank and then not mm. be on the show. You'd go, that's not really how it works, Jack. Right. Usually you gotcha. you have the people who are going to be on the show get the wins, and so it's good for him. It's just again, it feels weird. Right. Um, I hear you. I hear you, my friend. Tutgraf's trying to guess the name of my dog, not Macho. I don't. I don't know if anyone will guess. I'll, uh, if you remind me at the end, I'll let you guys know at the end. If you want to try to guess, I there think Dylan knows the name of my dog. So Dylan, you're uh, you're mm -hmm. disqualified. Um, but anyone else can. <laughs> you did that very well, by the way. <laughs> well, you're the pro, so that means a lot. You know how to DQ people better than anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, Becky Lynch comes out mm -hmm. and she wants a fight, so she calls out Trish. And Trish, unfortunately, has a broken face. So Becky tries mm -hmm. to put a divide between Trish and Zoe, but it doesn't work. Trish sees mm -hmm. right through it. Becky then says that she's the best ever, and Trish is like, no, I'm the best ever. And she would have Zoe go beat up Becky, but Trish has somewhere to be, so they can't do it tonight, maybe next week. <laughs> Jimmy, I am going to... I'm, I, I've said it before, Trish is incredible. I mean, I know that's not like a hot take, but like <laughs> Trish, she's so good at this. This is perfect. <laughs> I hate you kind of stuff. No, absolutely. And again, the subtle little jabs from Becky, you know, that little talent show you're doing in Canada or whatever and all this stuff. And, get, you know, <laughs> it, it, it all, again, sense of realism added to this situation. And like you said, Trish, I think, is underrated for her character. And, you know, look, she could do her stuff in the ring. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, she is someone who has portrayed a babyface character and she's turned this heel persona into something that is working right now and getting people to go, oh, what a, you know, can I say the word? I don't want to say the word. <laughs> no. it starts with, let's put it this way. It starts with a B. But anyways, yes, yes. you know what I mean? But people are getting, she's getting booed and that's the whole thing. You know what I mean? I'm not saying she's getting Don Mysterio heat, but at the same time, mm -hmm. You know, here's someone who's loved over the years. And right now she's doing such a great job as a heel in her heel persona that they're starting to boo her. Yes. It just, just tells you how good she is. I love Michael's comment here. Who has a medical appointment at 930? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's what makes it even more fun. Oh, no. But... Um, uh, yeah, I thought... Yeah, I know she's not the first person to come out with a face mask like that, but every mm -hmm. time... Uh, uh villain does this i love it i just i love the i love the face mm -hmm. the broken face face mask thing and the way she walked out with the hat covering her face because mm -hmm. we all know it was gonna be there was gonna be an issue after money in the right. bank y'all knew she got busted in the face right. um and so, and so it's just everything about it it's just the way she like when she's like i am the face of this company like she just believes it the way she delivers it like well i am the face of the women's division and it's great because mm -hmm. The person who hasn't been here for so long is the one saying they're the face of the division is right. just incredible stuff. And I thought Becky Lynch did a good job here. Sorry, baby. Mm -hmm. Ice. I'm going to give Becky Lynch her flowers here. Yeah. I, I think that Trish is really getting the best out of Becky Lynch. And in my opinion, I know like there's a lot of Becky fans who are probably like, Becky's always great. What are you talking about, Jack? Well, I'm, I'm hard on Becky Lynch. So mm -hmm. I, I uh, I thought this was I thought she's doing great stuff with Trish. I think Trish is really getting the best out of the man. That's right. I'm gonna call him right. Man. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> um, where it looks like we're getting Zoe versus Becky next week. Um, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> baby, I says I got a demerit for supporting Becky for saying nice, uh, nice job. That's fair, but that's fair, baby. I saw. I'll, I'll okay. give you that one. Now, are you just biased because Trish is Canadian? Of course. <laughs> she, not only that but of greek descent just like myself oh you know, wow double yeah, bias there you go exactly but uh no she's awesome you know and seeing someone being there from day one for her you know watching her become the the superstar that she became just like again a lot of people say oh she only got there because of her. no she got there because she when i keep saying it ticked all the boxes yes and did it right She's she's absolutely incredible, Trish yeah. Trish Stratus. Um, but uh, Nelly Belly with the great with the great comment here. This isn't the first time Trish had a face mask because Victoria broke her face in their yes. hardcore match. That's right. 
It's a long-term storytelling. Great, a great throwback, Nelly Belly. Love that. Yeah. Uh, Bernie says Jack's finishing move would be the demerit driver. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Jack's hammer. It's going to Jack hammer, but I call it the Jack's hammer. Um, but, uh, like I could get anybody up. I'd be like, <laughs> anyways. Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. We get a little promo earlier in the night, and we get a fun matchup. And after a failed Caterpillar, the Alpha Queen Maxine gets the win for her team. Maxine, undefeated. Jimmy, a few months ago, would you ever have believed that Maxine is going to be one of the more lovable characters on Raw? No, definitely not, especially when they had her paired up with the the other gentleman there. But, uh, hey, you know what? It's, It's working. It, again, I'm glad that they're utilizing Chad Gable this way because I think, again, I, I've said this before, I think he's been underutilized for a long time now. Here's a guy who has the potential, given the right circumstance, to maybe be the next Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. He just, again, he does he, he does everything so well from he can do, he can be a serious, badass in-ring, uh, you know, shooter type guy he's good do comedy really well he does everything you know really really well and you know pairing him up with otis you have a little bit of fun but you can also get serious with it and now with maxine there it just uh adds another element to that group i always say like groups like this um you want to like especially these the the, the good guy groups they're supposed they should be groups that you want to be a part of. I mean, even the bad guy groups are like, I- I'd love to be a part of the bloodline. That'd be awesome. I'd love to be a part of Judgment Day. That'd be awesome. This is a group that's fun. Like you want to hang out with them. You want to be a part of the Alpha Academy and joke around and have a good time and win matches and stuff like that. I think it's and whenever you can do it without a team being dominant, I feel like that's something super special. I feel like if, if when the team's dominant, like of course people like them. But when you're not dominant and you're still loved, I think that's really cool. Yeah, because like you said, people wanted to see Otis and Chad be more successful. Let's put it that way. And and it, now that they've have a couple of wins under their belt, and uh, boy, uh, the fans I think are starting to really gravitate towards them. Yeah, um, Dylan saying Maxine impressed the hell out of me. Gotti Junior said I'm sad. I like R- Rousey, but what you're gonna do? You're not the only one, Gotti. Don't worry about it. I think. Uh, Ronda Rousey has her fair share of fans. See, even my dog, he wants to. Uh, uh, he, he, he took exception to that. Um, but uh, this, you know, Shelbowski with the, the next uh, comment I wanted to kind of mention. She says, remember, remember when the Viking Raiders were good? I was going to pose it a little bit more kindly. But, uh, Jimmy, can the Viking Raiders be seen as a threat again, as someone who, like, you got to watch out for? Or is it going to take a bit of a retooling for them to feel dangerous again uh i don't know what kind of retooling you can do because they went from being almost like a comedy act into a serious uh ass kickers but at the same time the ass kickers you get their ass kicked right you know what i mean yeah so so if you're going to retool it's going to be a very difficult retooling in my opinion i don't know how you can bring them back and make the people go hey these guys are a threat yeah, because now when they come out, I always try to think like if if someone was in the ring and their music hit, would I be worried? I feel like mm-hmm. if like Seth Rollins was talking trash and the Viking Raiders music hit, I'd be like, oh, he's going to stomp them both. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Where I think before there was a time when I was like, ooh, Viking Raiders are going to wreck this dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, Bernie DC, two things I didn't see coming in July. Maxine, the Alpha Queen being super over and Ryan Reese playing for the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, good call. And, and Max Domi, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just yes. Um, good fellow saying Gable making this whole thing work for himself. Now others fun stuff. That's a big deal, Jimmy. True. And I'm sure you can back me up on that. Is like it's one thing. It's hard enough to be the person that makes yourself popular and gets yourself over with the crowd. But mm-hmm. when you're getting other people over too with your shtick, like that. Yeah is i mean i feel like saying shtick is kind of condescending but like no. i i mean it in like a good way Understood, like, like, though. Yeah. yeah like it's his everyone around him is more popular because of him it's it's really yeah. cool no, uh, i agree really cool to see mm-hmm. uh jack russell terrier no or jack rousey terrier is that a ron yeah. rousey thing um yes. no he's a he's a big old hundred pound uh pit pointer mix 
Um, he's a he's a big he's a big fella. Um, didn't think he was gonna get that big when I got him originally. Like, oh, he's he's not gonna get to be that big. They were lying to me. They just wanted to offload a big truck, but I love him now. Um, so Jackie is back on the scene and she's interviewing Ricochet, who has issues with Logan Paul, and he wants to handle it in the ring next week. Mm-hmm. Jimmy is. Logan Paul going to show up for Ricochet? Yeah, I, I would assume he would. You know, throwing it out there, you can't throw it out there. It all depends, I guess, on if his shoulder is uh, somewhat healed after that crazy table spot that they did over in uh, in in the UK and Money in the Bank. But uh, I can see it happening. You know, because uh, you know they're they're investing uh, time in Logan Paul, and he's getting the proper kind of heat. And just, I can only imagine what these two can do in the ring together because Logan Paul has surprised me and Ricochet, even though I know that he's uh, very um, inventive and creative in the ring, still surprises mm-hmm. me. Yeah, what I love about this, I know a lot of people were saying LA Knight versus Logan Paul after um, Money in the Bank. And I absolutely think that they would have a great rivalry. But what I like about Ricochet versus Logan Paul is one, those guys are going to tear it up in the ring. It's going to be right. so exciting. And high. every single match that either of these guys are in, they tend mm-hmm. to steal the show. And so both right. of them in the ring together, going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. But also, I want LA Knight to beat Logan Paul. But Logan Paul is on a losing streak. He needs to get some wins mm-hmm. going. And I'm sorry, Ricochet, but I think that you're the great. you're a great person to be someone that Logan Paul beats. So I think that long-term... This is a, a great plan to help Logan Paul get some wins back so that when he faces LA Knight, he feels like more of a threat, but also right. um, still get on the track for LA Knight. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Logan Paul can get his first singles win. Oh, he's never won a singles match. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. That's... Wow. Yeah. He needs... see, see how surprising things are sometimes when you, when you hear it, you go, wow, I didn't realize that. <laughs> That is such a good uh, proof of the- proof of the getting over without going over theory mm-hmm. because yeah. I I still can't believe he hasn't won a singles match. I, I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one he would have won, but um, hmm. he had to have beaten someone, right? Oh, he beat the Miz. Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. But okay. even still, the fact yeah. that like you got to go pretty far back for that, so that's mm-hmm. still a pretty pretty interesting. Uh, right comment there uh we got a comment from Farzana saying hey could you tell me uh that WWE India event is canceled I don't know what oh, event know. you're referring to I didn't know if no, not sure. you had known but sorry sorry I don't have any information on on that one um Rhea Ripley uh gets jumped by Natty on the way mm-hmm. to the ring for their match and we this time we get a gritty Natty who almost gets Rhea with the sharpshooter Rhea overcomes and retains attacks Natty until the tag champs Raquel and Liv come out to make the save. Later, EO flashes the briefcase, and Rhea is upset about Raquel. Jimmy, what I love about this is we're lining up a kind of murderer's row of challengers for Rhea Ripley, because I felt going into tonight she didn't have many. Now I feel like she's got a bunch. Oh, absolutely. And I will say this. They had a heck of a match. I, I, I really enjoyed their match. And, and and yes, I get it. A lot of people going into this match didn't see Natty coming out of it as the new women's champion. And, uh, you know, hate to admit it, I was one of those people, but I sat back and enjoyed the match. And I will, at least going into some of those finishes near the end, they had people going, oh, I thought that might have been it. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah. They yeah. started to get them because at first you saw that the fans were kind of like, ah. Eh, you know, this is a good match, but we don't see it. But then they started, the, they got him. Yes. Got him in. And again, to your question, now we're seeing more women coming out and you're saying, oh, yeah, hey, this is getting interesting now. And, and when you have more than one option uh, as far as challengers go, and there seems to be more than, uh, again, more than one, things get interesting. And now the women's division is getting interesting. It's it's it just makes it so much better, and it's it's a hard rock to get out from under the, you know, it, like and a lot of times you have like the challenge, the champion, and then just like random challenger every month, you know, uh, that that happens sometimes with different championships, uh, mm-hmm. and I feel like they were almost there with Rhea, but 
tonight in one night, I feel like they saved it. Because, yeah, I would pay to see Raquel versus Rhea. Mm-hmm. I'd pay to see EO versus Rhea. I, hey, if you, I think you could get a sneaky, great Natty versus Rhea uh, rematch, rematch rematch. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like their second one, I think, right? But in any case, I think, so. yeah. I think this was a different, I think different Natty, different style. I think you could even heat her back up to be another challenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to mention Bailey's hanging out there in the, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. same with Trish and same with Becky. So I think we leave with like five or six legit contenders mm-hmm. for that title right now. No, absolutely. I agree. But again, Natty reminded us what she is all about tonight. It's almost like we forgot that part of Natty and she gave it to us. Yes. We, we kind of made fun a little bit on, of, of her doing the, uh, I don't know who I am anymore, but I think mm-hmm. she paid it off tonight. It was great. Yeah. Na- definitely a round of applause for Natty for mm-hmm. just a, a great, great effort. Um, mm-hmm. right tonight. But, uh, it made me wonder if the, the tag champs are on a, um, borrowed time considering Raquel's already staring down Rhea Ripley um, mm-hmm. made me think uh, is, is this going to be is she already I in the singles championship um, mm-hmm. probably <laughs> uh, we get Champa with one of his old school NXT promos and he says he's the kind of guy that's going to punch you in the face where Miz is going to attack you from behind mm-hmm. uh, but after a ton of losses Champa has given Miz that spark back in his eyes that made him someone who was at the top where Miz responds by saying everyone he took under his wing and stabbed and eventually stabbed him in the back is gone now. So mm-hmm. next week, the best Miz shows up in a no DQ match. This was probably one of my favorite things of the night, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to hear your takes on it. Back to back pre-tape promos between mm-hmm. Miz and, and Champa. No, I like what both had to say. Champa is really good on uh, in in his role right now, and Miz just some. We see him in those uh, you know fun matches, and him kind of uh, getting dominated, and you know a little bit of that uh, cowardly heel stuff. We got a, that that you know aggressive that Miz is pissed off kind of thing, and when he does that thing, it, it makes people go, "Oh yeah." I remember seeing that side of him, but I haven't seen that in a long time. So this makes this, uh, so that I'm sorry, makes this match coming up next week that much more interesting because we're going to see that different side of Miz that we haven't seen for a while. Right. And, um, yeah, I agree. I love that because we've been talking about that for a little bit now that I, like, I've been wanting a Miz that is, I want a serious Miz. I mean, as serious as the Miz gets, but Mm -hmm. like, Right. I want to see that fire again. I want to see that, like him getting wins. Cause I think he deserves it. And I think mm-hmm. I like that champ acknowledged, dude, you're losing all the time, but you're one of the best. You talk about it all the time. I'm going to bring that out of you. And he did bring it out of him. And I like that. He also mentioned, mm-hmm. I thought it was a good point. Mm-hmm. Every single time someone stabs me in the back, they're out of here. So right. good luck kid. Cause it's one of those pulling mm-hmm. from realities. I mean, in a kind of a sad way, you don't like to hear people. Losing their jobs, but right. uh, I, I think they all actually found a job, so I think it's okay to, mm-hmm. to make the comment. Um, exactly. but uh, yeah, it's a uh, I love it. Like I said, I think it was one of my favorite parts. Um, I think it was one of my favorite parts of, of the show tonight, right. um, and yeah, we'll get an cool. ODQ match. So later on, we get Matt Riddle versus Giovanni Vinci. Uh, it's a quick win for Riddle, and mm-hmm. we get a post match beat down with McIntyre coming out to make the save, and he makes Gunther choose to walk away mm-hmm. later everyone is excited that drew is back and next week we make it a tag match with him and riddle but first pints um giovanni vinci matt riddle i i feel like i don't know i felt like matt riddle the, the rivalry with riddle and imperium sort of ran its course so this felt mm-hmm. like a little bit of overflow uh but it looks like it's transitioning into drew mcintyre going after gunther and hey i can't be mad at that no, absolutely not. And that's what this match felt like. It felt like this match was used to set up that. And it, it's exactly where we're going. Like you said, the tag match is setting up, look, looks like possibly it is, it's going to be Drew and Gunther at uh, SummerSlam probably, which looks to be the path they're going on anyways. And you, you, we see a different kind of Drew right now. He looks motivated. Mm-hmm. He looks like he, you know, it looks like he wants to be there. So that's when I hear those rumors about, Oh, is he leaving? He hasn't re-signed, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about that right now. Right now, he looks like he's motivated. 
Yes. And I want to see what he does next. And I'd love to see him in a one-on-one situation with Gunter right now. Yeah, I think, um, you know, maybe if the, if the stories of his contract being up are almost up are true, you know, maybe this is that like, hey, I'm going to show you what you need to resign because he did seem a little mm-hmm. re-energized. He did seem mm-hmm. ready to be back. And yep. I think that's also one of the uh, nice things about mm-hmm. uh, taking some time away for him. I don't know why he Absolutely. was away. I didn't I, I didn't see the real reason why he was mm-hmm. away. Um, hopefully it wasn't anything terrible, but, um, in any case, I think, yeah, he seemed happy to be back. It looks like he's in great shape. Um, I think Gunther versus Drew is going to be hard hitting to say the least. Uh, you know, Bernie DC with a comment that I was kind of thinking to myself too, Jimmy, what say you maybe Drew versus Gunther and RK bro versus Imperium at SummerSlam. I was thinking mm-hmm. six man tag, but, uh, Either way, do we see maybe RK Bro even the numbers game? Mm, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't feel like a, a RK Bro versus Imperium is you know a way for Randy Orton to come back. When Randy Orton comes back, it should be something. You know, I almost thought that Randy Orton was going to be the guy going after Gunther before mm-hmm. Drew came back. So I thought maybe he would be the quote unquote surprise. Uh, but uh, uh, we we could possibly see a six man, but not at not at uh, not at SummerSlam. It's um, yeah. I it's weird because I would love to see RKO Bra- RK Bro back. They were a great team. It does feel like the return of Randy Orton is a world title main event situation, uh, though. So I agree with you on that. I feel like I'd rather see him come back in a bigger capacity than a, a tag team. But then I also think. If he is coming back from an injury, probably a good idea to put him in there in something where he doesn't have to do a whole lot of carry at a whole first. lot of the load, you know, at first. Yes. Uh, so little torn on how I feel about that. But honestly, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Randy Orton fan. So if he came back, regardless of what he, he could come back wearing the 24 seven title saying, I'm bringing it back, baby. And I'd be like, Randy Orton's back 24 mm-hmm. seven. Let's go. <laughs> RKO out of nowhere. RKO. 24-7 out of nowhere. Uh, mm. Dylan says, if Drew beats Gunther, we riot. Who's with me? I know what Dylan's thinking. I think I'm thinking yeah. the same thing. We want Sheamus to be the next Intercontinental Ooh. Champion. Uh, at least that's what I want. I'm just going to assume that's what you want, Dylan. Uh, Baby I saying 75% of wrestling rumors aren't true is what Hunter, Hunter at, I almost said Hunter like Hunter, yeah. uh, uh, at the press conference. So, 25% of rumors are true. Okay. I believe if uh, well, that's true, the math then. <laughs> yeah. I believe if they're true, they're not a rumor anymore. I think it's just a exactly. Fact. Yeah. Um, there you go. Uh, yeah. Randy would beat Gunther, and Gunther needs to be protected a little bit more. Uh, RKO's out of nowhere 24 7. Mm. You know, this is totally, this is why I shouldn't be a booker. Uh, Randy Orton is a 24 7 champion, just randomly RKOing people saying, I thought you were going for my title. <laughs> uh. I would get a kick out of that, but that would be terrible TV. Um, mm-hmm. Ron Taylor with a super chat saying the SummerSlam card should be stacked. Who will be left out? Um, well, that's a tough one. I don't know. Ron, you know, it, unfortunately that's what happens in situations like this. Somebody gets left out, but you know, like you said, it is going to be a stacked card. So it's not like they've been left off the card to allow you know, something that doesn't meaningless to go on the show. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's very hard, especially when we're five weeks out, it's hard to tell who's going to get yeah, left off. Exactly. Who's, who's not. Um, they do mm-hmm. a pretty good job of getting most of the, the people who are involved in big picture stuff on those shows though. Right. Um, but we get to the main event here mm-hmm. and it's Seth Rollins versus dirty Dom. Uh, Judgment Day gets involved and helps Dom hit multiple frog splashes. Eventually, Rollins reverses it, and he gets the win. Then Priest gets involved and beats the crap out of Rollins. And just before he cashes in, Finn Balor shows up, allowing Rollins to get away. Uh, Jimmy, this is... I love this ending. I love how it made me think, oh, my God, he's going to actually cash in. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. I love that there's drama in the Judgment Day. I love that Seth Rollins is sort of, he knows that he's in danger, but he's having some fun with it. I love this ending. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about you? No, it, it, it all made sense because, you know, they're telling that story that there is dissension in the Judgment Day because Finn Balor felt that he got that slight distraction from 
the Money in the Bank winner from earlier in the night, Damian Priest, cost him the match against Seth at Money in the Bank uh, premium live event. I have to stop saying pay per view, but up here, yeah, it's so hard. So, but uh, and and this was kind of like retribution. The fact that they, they mentioned earlier in the night, oh well, Finn Balor's not here, so maybe you know, waiting this long to see him in the night made people think that oh, maybe he's not here. You know what yeah. I mean? So, 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 so it was a bit of a surprise to some people. And then they continue this, the story of the dissension between uh, Damian Priest and, and, and Finn Balor. It's kind of like, it's not exactly like what's going on in the judgment day, but we're having an issue on, on a, do you want to say the top faction heel yeah. faction on raw? Oh yeah. Having an issue. Yeah. And this could end up, uh, being a factor when Damien Priest does decide to cash in the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase and could actually cost him whatever title he's cashing in against, whether it's Seth or whoever it may be. And these are things, I, I think the reason these inner, per, I think we may have talked about it, but these interpersonal issues in groups and things, I think resonate with us is because they're all things that we understand. You know, uh, there was... Who was it? I think it was like Jericho spilled coffee on Kane like years mm. ago, and that caused a rivalry where I think it's hard for us to a lot of, a lot of us to empathize with because like, look, if someone spilled coffee on me, I bet that sucks. But okay, this is and it, you you wouldn't blow up about it. I get wrestling though, you you blow up about it. But being jealous of someone, being more successful than your friend, be more successful than you. We all kind of know how that feels a little bit or yeah. our friend being jealous for us when they should be happy for us. We all have a, we've all felt that at least to a little bit of degree, you know, no, so I, I think we can feel it and it just resonates with us. That's only a natural human reaction. So, mm -hmm. so why not use it? Because that's, that's again, to make it, to make it feel more real. You know, we already have the suspension of disbelief or at least we used to when we were watching wrestling. Now everybody's looking to pick something apart. Right. <laughs> Right. Uh, Jericho made Kane's list. That's right. Um, Nelson, uh, by the way, saying Priest should cash in on Rhea and feud with Dom. Uh, no comment. Yeah, uh, I, I, I wouldn't recommend that just because no. there's no way Priest has beaten Rhea Ripley. No, no, he doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> doesn't, even if she's already after a match, yeah. there's no way. She's gonna, he's gonna beat her. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought this was, a, I actually thought this was a really interesting show. Everyone, <clears> let <throat> me know what your thoughts were in the chat. Uh, but Jimmy, we've, we've got to the end of it. Any final thoughts or uh, anything like that? And also, where can the world find you online? No, I thought it was a fun show overall. Uh, I thought the women's match was actually the, the highlight of the night for me. I thought that they really knocked it out of the park, and and Natty reminding everybody that where she comes from. That, uh, mm -hmm. that, that legendary Canadian wrestling family. But anyway, uh, a fun Raw. Looking forward to SmackDown. There's a lot of stuff being already put out there. So uh, you can find me, obviously, here uh, on Monday nights and Wednesday nights. We're doing Raw and Dynamite, respectively. Um, on, on Wednesdays, usually, the Reffing It Up podcast with my good brother in stripes, Brian Hebner, uh, and I and our host, RJ drops and uh, this week we're doing a ask us anything segment where we're getting fans to Ooh. just send in questions we'll, we'll ask ask us anything we'll answer it as best we can Ooh. and of course you can catch my ref and rants on monday through fridays on all my social media platforms where i make a little critique and again it's not to tear down but to help maybe hopefully tighten some screws in my opinion Everyone reached out and asked Jimmy who his favorite co-host is on Wrestling Inc. Put him, put his feet oh, yeah. to the heat. fire. Heat. Heat. <laughs> no, the no, Canadian no. Heat magnet. Even better, ask him who his least favorite co-host is. <laughs> Stir in the pot. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for being with us here. Everyone who's in the chat, Stephen Camp, Killer of Demons, Danny Lewis, Tuck Graf, Dream Realm Studios, Baby Ice, Super Saiyan, uh, Zook Enigma, Ricky Zaldivar, Jeff King, Dylan Matthews, Jeffrey Sullivan, and uh, Nelson, and Don, Danny, and everyone. Else. Wow, we got a good crew here. Thanks so much mm -hmm. to everyone for rolling yes. through. Uh, looks like we've got an average. We got a few 6.75, 7.3. Seven. We got a ten out of ten for today. Seven out of ten. Well, 
uh, so we'll, we'll average it out with my quick math. Uh, 7.2. We'll call it a 7.2. Okay. I, Sounds good. I, I'm not the person to trust with math, but whatever. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. That's the easiest way to find all the stuff that uh, I'm working on, and you can follow me there. Make sure to follow at Wrestling Inc. Uh, I know that we've been a little bit spotty here at Wrestling Inc. with some of the shows. I know we haven't had a, some after shows up, uh, but it's because it's, uh, you know, people are taking time off for the uh, for the summer, and we had some people have with some personal things. That's the reason why. We've been hit or miss a little bit lately, but we should be getting back on track. And uh, NXT, I actually don't know if NXT is going to be on tomorrow because it's the 4th of July. So maybe I shouldn't uh, shouldn't mm-hmm. say. But follow at Wrestling Inc. They'll tell you what's going on. At worst case, we're coming back on Wednesday for AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Friday for SmackDown. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. Haven't had a five-star review on Apple Podcasts in a while. So one of you good Samaritans just hop on there, give a five-star review, and say, Jack and Jimmy are my favorites. That always makes me feel good. I screen grab it and send it to the bosses and say, hey, check there it out. There you go. <laughs> I've never done that, but I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, that does it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow or Wednesday. I don't know when the next show is. Have a good one. <laughs>